These are about 10 lessons that I learned as a first-time film director that allowed me to overcome a lot of obstacles, but what I personally feel allowed me to succeed directing my first film. This is part one. I think the first thing you should do is read and research. Read at least two books. Use the books as mentors. Um, there's a level of experience that you just don't have as a first-time director. And by reading a few books, you get so much information on things to do and things not to do from how to direct a scene to uh, how not to direct a scene, uh, what scenes to never film, things you should never do, um, from positions and crew and, and people on your in your crew that you must have, where to save money, um, where to spend your money, um, what to do with locations. And those are things that, you know, if you've directed multiple projects, you have that experience and you, you can apply it to your project. But when you've never directed a film, it's a level of, uh, of experience that you just don't have. And by using the books as mentors and developing and, and reading and getting some research out of them, um, you, um, you use them as mentors and they give you confidence when you direct a film. Talk to directors who have more experience than you. Um, I was so blessed to talk to, um, friends of mine who had directed really successful films and had a lot more experience than me. And they sat down with me and they gave me the do's and don'ts and the lessons they gave me. Um, they served me incredibly well when I came to set. And they made me feel like an experienced director because I was able to steal some of their experiences and use them as a way to build myself as, as, as a new director, to develop my own voice as a director. And you'll feel so much more confident when you come to set, knowing that at least you kind of have a guidepost and a roadmap of things to do and things not to do. Read and research. I think the next most important thing you need to do as a first-time director is storyboard your film. Storyboarding and knowing how to stage your actors is probably your homework as a director. Storyboarding doesn't have to be really complex. It could be like stick figures. And that's what I did. I mean, I drew out stick figures of my film. And then I hired somebody off of Fiverr to kind of a storyboard artist to kind of, you know, render them really nicely for me. Um, and you don't have to do that. I did that because I'm a little OCD and I wanted to, I wanted to give something really professional to my DP and the rest of my team. But, you know, the most important thing is for you to have an idea of what each shot needs to be. When you write a story, you don't really see it frame by frame. Uh, you kind of see it as this polished movie in your head. But in actuality, when you're shooting it, you're shooting it frame by frame, take by take, scene by scene. It builds the film in your head. You realize, you know, one, you have too many shots for a particular scene. You realize this is how I want to stage my actors. This is where I want to move my actors. Uh, storyboarding is just critical in developing your language and how you're going to speak to your DP, how you're going to speak to the rest of your team, how you're going to speak with your actors. Because once you storyboard your film, it keeps building your confidence as a first time director because you know your film but it also tells you how to stage your, your, your actors, where you want them at. You, you know, your actors want you to know that you know where to put them at. Um, you want to come to set saying, this is how I want to shoot the scene. And this is where I want the actors to come from. You know, you want to be flexible and, and, and you want to be able to, to change things up if things don't work, but you need a, a starting base and that visual language of storyboarding your film allows you to talk to your DP on how you want to shoot your film. And he can use his expertise and give you suggestions on camera lenses, on dolly shots, on simplifying a shot. Um, it 
lets him know how many shots are going to be in the scene, how many shots are going to be in the day, how is he going to approach it. Uh, it's probably one of the most time-consuming things you can probably do, but probably one of the most valuable things you can do because you finally, you take a story that's written in words and you turn it into pictures. And you need to draw those pictures and you need to create those pictures to realize how you're going to tell that story. So you get all these creative ideas when you storyboard your film that allow you to basically communicate your story to everybody, to your team and to your actors. It really is your homework as a director. I think every director, but every first-time director has to storyboard their film. Get a really good DP, a really good AD, a great production manager, and a really really good production designer. Your DP is worth his weight in gold. As a first-time director, at least for me, I was intimidated by the whole idea of directing the film by myself. Like I said, I had a lot of experience as an actor, but there's a lot of technical things about a, about directing a film that you just you just don't know. Like specifically the camera, um, the lenses. Um, what lens do I use for what shot? If I want my scene to look like this, which is a why, what lens do I need to know that? But your DP text takes care of a lot of the technical things that you don't you don't know, um, and they they support you and they support the story in so many different ways. They give you suggestions. They are, they're creative. They're incredibly creative in how they shoot the scene, how they light the scene. Every time I look when I was going through the post uh, the editing phase of of my uh, of my web series. I see, I see the scenes and I see his work and his work was just amazing. Uh, you know, we, as actors or as directors, we forget that and there's other creatives, um, in the process of, um, of making a film. And when you're a first time director, once you direct a film for the first time, you realize how many other creatives are part of, are part of a project and how many talented people, um, there are and how many talented people it takes to make a project. Cause it really is a tribe that makes the film. DPs are amazing. Get a really good AD. A good AD is the taskmaster of your film, and they they take care of all the logistics that you can focus on. And you need an AD who is responsible, punctual, who has follow through, who can get things done, who has um, experience in being professional. You know, obviously your budget is going to be limited as a first time project and a first time director, but there are there are people out there who are professional and who um, want to be ADs and who can do the job. So get a good AD. Get a really good production manager. Kind of like an AD, they're going to support you in many other ways that you need to be supported, making sure that uh, uh, catering is being handled. And you think, oh, well, we'll just, I'm just going to you know, give everybody a bunch of granola bars. You do that for about three days, and by the fourth day, you're going to have mutiny on your set. Um, you need to feed your crew and your actors um and you've as a first-time director you've got so much on your plate that you can't be worrying about you know ordering burritos and tacos for people um a good production manager is going to make sure that lunch is always on time there's water on set when you need it. there's coffee in the morning these little things allow you to focus on what you need to get done and they're vital for a project um and i got that information from a director who gave me his time and said, you know, make sure you get a good PM. Your PM is, is, is critical. Um, make sure that they know what they're doing because if you get a bad PM, it could, um, it could be really difficult for your project.
and then get a good production designer. A good production designer is going to take a little bit of money and just make it look like a lot of money. And they're out there. And we had, we had a production designer that made our set for landing home look like just this full studio Hollywood production. I mean, she was incredibly talented. Our story dealed with a veteran coming back to his home and, and living with his family and, and not having to, you know, having trouble just struggling. And so we needed to create this environment of a, a home, um, of a kitchen, of uh, his daughter's room, of uh, the living room, of, of him being a veteran, pictures. And I would almost say that a production designer, I feel at least for my first project, my production designer was about as critical as my DP. Because when you look, when you're in, when you're in the editing phase of your film and you look at your scenes, you are going to notice if there was production value and if you had a good production designer. If you look at a scene and you're like, wow, that scene looks great and you like the way the props are, um, and you like the way the books were stacked and the way the picture was hanged and the way that there was a plant there, that's all production design. Once you get a good production designer, on your film, you will never look at a prop in a movie the same way again. You know that when you watch your TV show and you watch a film, that coffee cup that just happens to be on the desk was put there for a very specific reason. So um, get a good production designer. They're incredibly valuable.